Last time on Outlaws Wanted, the crew of the Honor had to think fast to stop the Guild of Commerce from capturing Marvin's fleet, but enemies became friends when a Chaos-tainted ship arrived. The crew managed to fend off attacks from Marvin, but now must stop the tainted Interstellar Council ship from destroying everything in sight. Jyla and Vika sneak on board the ship to plant a bomb, but who knows what danger awaits them in the belly of the beast. Vi and Jyla, you are on board a very hostile ship looking at the back of a very hostile united or uh frick i cannot remember my own names interstellar council chaos person interstellar council person tainted with chaos he is all slimy and goopy uh i am going to raise my drill gun and shoot him roll me them dice jeez i mean it's good but uh it's uh another nine cool that's just the same numbers. I keep getting fives and twos. You fire. He falls. Y'all are okay for right now. Great. Phew, thanks, Vi. You saved my life. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was a little intense. All right, I guess we... Uh, does he have a, a weapon on him that Jyla can take? Uh, Yeah, he does. Okay, she is going to take his blaster. He does not have a blaster. What does he have? Um, you rustle around on his pockets and you find just a hilt. Is it like a... It's a lightsaber. Uh, oh. is <laughs> gonna foolishly press some buttons on it. <laughs> you pick it up and press a button on it. Uh, when you do, you feel weight suddenly add and um, like almost a, like a sucking feeling as particles and dust and other like kind of ambient debris suck towards the hilt and coalesce into a big axe shape Ooh. it is not necessarily metallic it's kind of like um do you know what like i think it's diorite i don't know what it looks diorite's like. not exactly what do you know do you know what like stones that are formed from like various layers of sediment yes sedimentary rocks. it looks like it looks like that. So you can see like various layers and waves of different types of material that slurped together to form this this weapon. Ooh. Nice. Now this is interesting. <laughs> I unpress the button and I assume it undoes. Yeah. So instantly in like a puff of smoke, all of that dust and debris and metal shavings fall to the ground in like a little pile and it suddenly weighs a lot less. I stick it in my pocket. Cool. Uh, while she's playing with the axe, um, I would like to roll to know things about the ship. And what I am trying to find out is if, is there something other than the engine room that we could place a trash can bomb to so blow up the ship? So I want both of you to make this roll. One of you can be assisting and the other one can be making the main roll because Jyla has pinpoint a weak point, which she it's mentioned she wanted to make. So, and Vi, you have the ability... The, to step on board a ship and know things about it instantly, so between the two of you... <laughs> <laughs> we should do something. I thought you were going to say it's because there's like a giant map on the wall. No, no. 
Uh, that's a seven. Yeah, they have they have their uh, they have their emergency escape like route planning at the at every X entrance point. So that's that's how you know all your secret information is you just look at the look at that. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Is pinpoint a weak point? Smart, sharp. Is that it's a class thing? So I don't know if it was supposed to get assigned something. Then yes. Okay. Let's go with yes. Oh, sorry. That that's an eight for me. Okay. I was wrong. Uh, that's a six. Um, okay, do you want to spend... Com- well, actually, nah, it doesn't really matter. Between the two of you and the camaraderie gained by doing this role, you have learned that most ships this size have one core engine room, but there are various arteries thrown throughout the ship that carry, like, essential power to various systems. A large disruption in one of those can cause, like chain reactions back in the engine room that can cause severe damage. Okay, so we could damage like a fuel line essentially that's feeding into yeah. the engine room. Okay. Yeah, and it would be bad. And you now know the location of that. It is like, you know, one windy corridor trip away from you. <laughs> you are totally okay to say no to this, but I'm very curious because Sully rolled a 13 with his weird earlier. Mm-hmm. Could... I know he could detect, like, high density of people. Could he detect, like, with his weird, where, like, the main energy is coming from? Because we know that this is, like, hive-minded. So I'm just... Oh, are you wondering if there's, like, a leader guy? Yes. Oh. Yes, I am. Now, I like that question, because I had not considered it. There is a leader guy on board this vessel. There would be kind of a... So similar to how in the previous mission, you dealt with a guy who was more sentient and seemed to be in command of everybody else. There is that type of conduit character on board this ship. Um, Sully can try to reach out with his mind and find this person if you would like. I would. Hey, Sully. What can I do for you, Vika? Your services are needed. Can you sense on board the ship see if you can find who's kind of like the head of this hive well i can do my best but i make no promises i got a 10 yeah so you feel a very powerful chaotic force on board the front of this vessel like the the helm of the vessel well i think he's on the helm of the vessel there seemed to be a very dissonant force left a bad taste in my mouth up there so i'd test that way great okay that makes sense um, and then my follow-up question to that for you, Cody, is, is there an artery that's close to the front? And how far are we from that? Your, it would be further to travel, but not impossible. Um, either way, you are going to have to, it is treacherous to travel across this ship, whichever way you slice it. Okay. So if you just travel to um, kind of like the main control relay, plant your bomb, run away, that is one that's just that amount of travel. And if you want to travel further to find this leader and try to talk to him, that's just a little bit further more that you have to travel. Okay. So it would be like one turn of stealth, like one stealth roll versus two stealth rolls. Yeah, that- that's okay. exactly what it would be like. So, so here's the thing. Here's what I'm thinking, Jai, is... I don't necessarily want to talk to this guy, but my thought process is that if he's down, everybody will be down. That does seem like a benefit. 
we should maybe cut the head off the yes flying snake, as it were. Exactly. So, what do you think? Do we want to risk it and try and get up closer to them to make sure we take care of that leader, or do we want to just plant the bomb? I say we have to go for it. Okay. You know I'm all about risks. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, so we got to roll one stealth. Stealth. Is there, like, a stealth? What is the stealth? Probably here? act under pressure. It's going to be act under pressure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a nine. Uh, that's an 11. Woo! Okay, cool. So you were successful in your stealth roll. You managed to uh, sneak your way along completely empty and desolate corridors. You would normally expect these to be teeming with life. These types of vessels are widely known for their luxury and their kind of affinity for nature. So this would be the type of ship that has a lot of plant life and a lot of um, like artificial grow lights. It feels very natural. All of those are shriveled and dead as you walk along the ship. The lights that would normally be bright as if it's constantly in daylight are dim and dark. You at points like wander through entire like open to space like chambers that are these like massive, usually social hub areas. They are all completely silent and leaves are slowly falling off the trees. In the center of one of these, you find an ornate kind of like circular path, like, you know, like those, um, they're called like mazes or labyrinths that you're supposed to like walk through to meditate mm -hmm. and be labyrinths, calm. Yeah. You oh, find okay. one of those that is built on top of the control relay then that you can plant your bomb on. That's the first place we could plant the bomb? Yes. Okay. That's the only place you can plant the bomb. That's that's where you found to plant the bomb. Okay. Oh, okay. So where is the we don't see any sign of the main guy though? You, that's not where you had that's a separate location that you'll have to go to. Oh, okay. So this is this is not the bridge of the ship that you are headed that, that you're Okay, at right so now. we make one stealth roll to get to where to plant the bomb and another stealth roll yes. to get to the guy. Okay, got it. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I think we nestle Jyla's beloved bomb in amongst the wall that it sh is shared with the artery, and uh, she gives it a farewell pat. Cool. And starts the fuse going. <laughs> it's timed. I am at, okay, it's timed. That's fine. You have or do you, or I mean, or she has a remote. Were you thinking she has a remote detonator yeah, thing? Yeah, okay. you, can, you can have a remote detonator. You don't, you don't have to, like, I don't have it. to time it exactly. Yeah, like, race, race against time to get off the ship. Right. You set the bomb. As soon as you do, you hear rhythmic footsteps, like, very fast marching, uh coming towards you from the back, like, towards where you came from. As you look that way, you see glowing red eyes. Exactly eight of them. Uh, well, uh, I think, do it, run, run towards this other guy, the leader guy? Um, like, run, like, leave? Is there any, like, cover or foliage that we could conceivably hide behind in this room? Or is it really open? There are dead and wasting trees that you could try to hide behind. Um, just so you understand the mechanics of what happened here. The killing that first guy and not getting a 10, the hard move that I made is they know you're on board. They were the on the ship. Okay. Yes. And they know where. <laughs> so. Okay. Does that, does that make sense? They yeah. like understand that you're doing something and this is the group of people that were dispatched to stop you. I, I think we keep run so they don't find the bomb yep let's go <laughs> all right so we are booking it yeah okay which which way you run in towards the front of the ship towards yeah. the bridge yeah towards the bridge yep okay so make that way me... they just think that we're going for that and not that we're hiding something nefarious <laughs> make me an act under pressure roll oh gosh 
Seven. Uh, nine. So as you're running, they start to gain on you. Like, you're just not able to maneuver as quickly. Jyla's actually pretty hurt from the previous combats. You start taking fire. You're not getting hurt necessarily, but occasionally you are seeing, like, a large spear fly into a wall next to you and then disintegrate. An arrow hits a wall near you and disintegrates. Like, as doors are slamming behind you, you can hear, like, thunks and clatters as things, like, slam into them. Like, at one point, one of them gets close enough to swing at one of you with a sword, but it just barely misses. As you're running forward, the width of the ship is starting to narrow up to a bridge. So, like, it's kind of like the head of a triangle, right? This is the one place that all these paths are going to lead. The final approach to the bridge, you are, like, basically at a sprint now trying to get away from these people that are chasing you. There is a large door that is currently open. You can see a person standing on the bridge, but in front of the door there are two guards. Uh, I guess we're finding our way through. Yeah. Uh, Jyla's gonna whip out her her sandstone axe. Oh, okay. Doing melee. Alright. Yep. Roll some tough. I don't think I've ever rolled that before. Alright, and uh, Vi, I, what are you doing? I am shooting at uh, whichever one she is not attacking, because I assume like one of us is on the right, one of us is on the left. Sure. Yep. Divide and conquer. I got an eight. Uh, I got an 11. Alright, cool. So, Vi, as you run, you level your blaster and fire. One of the guards drops. Jyla, you run and like start to swing. As you do, though, you realize it does have, like, a moment hesitation to form the axe blade. <laughs> so you right. swing through, <laughs> then the axe blade forms, and in that time, you're stabbed by a short sword uh. held by the guard. You take one damage, Ow. but then manage to swing back through and chop into the guard. Gotcha. So I swing through it once, and there's nothing, and I go back, and then it's appeared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And then it's an axe. But in that time, you get stabbed. When the guard falls, the uh, blade of the knife disappears. Oh, okay. So you're just kind of left with an open wound. <laughs> gotcha. You know I mean? Okay. Like it dissolves as he as he dies. Okay. Ops. Face it. Why are you okay? I'm fine. Oh, geez, I didn't realize. You okay? Yep. I mean, I'm ready to get out of here as soon as we can. You All hear right. footsteps coming up behind you quickly. There are the four guards that you ran away from still chasing. Great. Uh, is the guy in front of us? Um, the person in front of you. Uh, yeah, it's like you can see a figure on board the on the bridge, but it's kind of like dark and still sort of far away. Like the bridge is fairly massive. You know what I mean? You can't see any details about the person from this far back. Gotcha. Vi, I don't know how long we can last. Can we each try to attack him, this guy simultaneously, and then teleport out? Sully, Sully, you there? I was just about to suggest Hello? that. Uh, we're going to need you to teleport us out. Now? Almost now. Ten seconds for now. Get ready. Be ready. We'll tell you when, but you gotta like be right over the button. Finger on the trigger now. And yeah, nope. Let's do it. You see, like just a flash. That Sully's just been standing over the button with his finger, ready to press it for like the last ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the figure in front of you is a woman. I was gonna like give her kind of a more detailed description, but then you're just like, we run in and kill the thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. So we have a me- mission, right? I think of it as like we have one shot to get this person and people are closing in behind us. Well, as you run up, you notice like, wow, she's wearing really ornate like black leather robes. They seem really cool, but they're kind of like slimed and burned. Oh, Her skin is pale. 
She has black eyes. Oh, they could be in my size if they weren't really gross. (laughs) You, like, think this would probably be a person that has a character voice that you could interact with as you're, like, swinging to chop. (laughs) They're gonna monologue. They'd be really good at it. They turn towards you. She turns towards you, opens her mouth as if to start evilly monologuing in an interesting voice. Go ahead and make your if attack If I take the shot. <laughs> oh, it's a good one. Okay. It's a 13. Oh, wow. All right. I got a nine. Uh, do you want to spend camaraderie? <laughs> sure, yeah. I think I think we have one left, right? Is this the last one? No, we got... We have... We have a couple camaraderie. I have that we have five left. You def- uh, you don't no, have we, five. We, you spent no, some. We, you you yeah, have two. Definitely oh, we have two. two on a roll. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I, I have that you have two left. I don't know how that five went to a two. Anyways, I have that you have two. It was probably just between tactical advantage and camaraderie. So. I know someone someone used two on a roll to get from an eight to a ten, I think. It, yeah, it's whatever. So how much do you spend, Jyla? Uh, just one. I went from a nine to a ten. Just one? Okay. So you still have one camaraderie left. Do you know how much damage you're doing, Vi, with your weapon after applying a tier two tag? Mine says two damage. Okay, so it's just bonus damage. Yes. All right. So you do two damage as you fire the uh, your drill gun, like center mass, perfect shot, should be lethal, but she is still standing. Jyla, this time you remember, oh yeah. I should turn it on a little bit before I get there. A <laughs> little bit sooner. This is just a very sharp club, and you have a lot of momentum going into, like, this giant sprinting baseball swing. As you chop into her, she kind of, like, splits in half a little bit <laughs> in a way that you would think, like, oh, she should definitely just, like, fall into pieces. But instead, like, her two parts fall apart and then start to grow in with, like, a new limbed protrusion as she starts to advance on Jyla swinging and screaming. Sully, 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 Sully. <laughs> I teleport him back. All right, everyone no. make attack rolls. I teleport them back. Oh, she's not dead yet. The other people are catching up like now, are they not? Uh, yes. Yeah, and Jyla has two health. Okay, no, I mean, if you want to teleport back, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was kind of the plan right that was the plan yeah no that that's fine you teleport back on board the vessel having just seen this horrifying display oh god i hit the hit the button hit the button blow it up okay so i blow up the uh my little bomb all right you hit the button and again silently out in space you see one small flash and then similarly you see that same ripple of explosions as different subsystems fail and start to, like, explode. Um, The ship comes to a complete stop. All systems on board it are completely inert. You're hailed from the Galleon. The Guild of Commerce one or the Agents of Chaos one? The Guild of Commerce one. The Agents of Chaos one has gone fully silent. So I I answer it and like, uh, hey, how's it going over there? Well, I would like to say that it's going well, but unfortunately... That is not something I can say at the moment. I think I'm in another position of needing to ask for a favor. And what is this favor? Well, I see that you managed to stop that giant horrifying looking ship, and for that I am grateful until I die, but it's seeming like that's going to be very imminent, as I still have a hornet's nest full of ships peppering me and no shields to speak of. Now... The United Colonies are famed for their ability to make trash fly and work and fight, 
and I could use an expert. Oh. All right, uh, I guess let me talk with my crew and uh, see what we can do. Tom is of the essence. I understand. No, is he as- Is he asking, is that his way of asking for Lyra to come over? No, no, he's asking for Vi. Oh. That's what I, that's what I understood. <laughs> I... <laughs> He's asking for someone to come help fix his ship. Okay. And seeing as all the other colonies people are, like, on the planet or almost on the planet, like, we're the only one. Like, Vi is the only United Colonies person that is in a position to help. <laughs> Literally did not catch that, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like Vi would also be, like, not just me, but I feel like Vi wouldn't catch it either. Cause she's just like, what did I just witness? And deal with <laughs> right because we like just beamed back. <laughs> we're just like I feel like we're on the floor of the teleporter room, just like <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Vi, um, those Guild of Commerce ships are still not in great shape, and they kind of roundabout asked for someone from the United Colonies to help them fix up their fleet so that they can. Yeah. Fighting back. Well, give us a Gretchen minute. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> yeah, than you do. I mean, if you want to give me like two minutes, sure. As you say that, you look out the window and see a very large explosion and like a big chunk of the United or of the a Guild of Commerce ship like falls off exploding. Uh, okay, <laughs> I guess I don't have two minutes. I hit the button and send her over. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Sully's made up his mind about how he feels about this. <laughs> I feel like not being prepared to teleport and then teleporting probably makes you feel real queasy. Like, whoa. All right. All right, cool. I'm here. So, Vi, yeah. you teleport into total chaos. Great. This is an engine that is, like, coughing out its last dying breaths. It can barely function. It is, like... You can see, like, veins and arteries that carry essential power throughout the ship actively exploding and burning, fires creeping closer and closer to the core that is itself volatile. This is, like, the absolute death signature for a ship. This is what happens about 30 seconds before a ship explodes in a way that kills everyone on board. Great. The crew room, the engine room is full of only corpses. You are the last person left here. Try to fix the shit. All right. I feel a little bad. I'm sorry, Mandy. This is how Sully kills his crew. No, no, no. <laughs> I think it makes total. It makes total sense narratively. Uh, that's an eight. Then they have one point left. You do only have one point left. <sighs> I mean, if this is if if I'm able to fix it and take on like. A heroic sacrifice to do it, then I think that's probably that makes sense to me. Okay, so this I think, and we can edit this, but this is kind of like the collaborative storytelling moment of this thing, right? Okay. You know what? No, it's it's gonna be a hard choice thing. Okay, so here's the deal. Hard okay. choice thing. Okay. Bye. As soon as you get there, there's a few things that you know how to do quickly to contain like the imminent explosions on board this vessel. Mm-hmm. However, you realize very quickly that it's like there are structural problems that um, basically there's two paths on fixing this ship. You can fix it totally, but it requires you to like expose yourself to a massive amount of like heat and radiological damage to save as much of the ship as possible. Or you can kind of like kill the core, 
which will, like, cut life support to different parts of the ship and possibly, like, kill more people on board because you don't manage to fully fix it. But fixing the ship fully will kill you. I think I gotta fix the ship fully. Okay. I, th- I, I think that's... Uh, I mean, that makes the most sense to me. Yeah, because that's, like, the only way to get Marvin out of debt. Vi is kind of alone in this moment, right? Like, you know that you've been slugged and that you're going to come back, like, next, you know, as soon as they get back. Mm -hmm. But the memory from this mission and the memory of you, like, finding out that your son got married without telling you and then asked you for help. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. (laughs) All of that. And then meeting his, his wife and his adopted daughter, all of that will be gone. You kind of know this as you're repairing this ship for your enemies. Oh no! As soon as it, like, I realize that this is the way that it's gonna end up uh, going down, uh, Vi's, like, sweating profusely, like, trying to get this all put back together uh, and just hits her calm. Uh, crew, uh, it's been an honor serving with you, and I will see you on the other side. As far as the crew of the honor is concerned, you don't really see what happens. It's just you teleport Vi over to the other ship, and that is the last thing that you hear for about an hour. Oh, man. So an hour goes by totally silently, and then you um, hear a hail from the galleon. I answer it. Uh, This is the honor. I must say, I do commend your crew on their bravery. She was able to save the whole ship, but we found her body once the engine room was habitable again. I mean, I know what I asked for was a lot, but full disclosure, she was teleported basically into a vat of poisonous gases and despite that, managed to save everyone on board this vessel. Yeah, uh, yeah, her loss will definitely be felt. Uh, by all of us. She's one of our best. If you would like, her body can be teleported to your vessel. Out of game, does that... Doesn't matter. This is me asking how you guys handle funerals, I guess, within a... Uh... I, I would assume I would assume that we would try to get the body because we're still trying to keep up the deception among everybody else that uh... death is permanent. So it's like yeah, we actually... that's true. That's true. I would assume... We would we do... always want the body back. <laughs> I would assume we do like... Burial at sea, kind of yeah, like Vikings, sure. you know, except in space. Yeah, uh, that that'd be nice. Um, but we did we did accomplish the mission, and we're freeing the all the colonists are free and clear debt. Lyra's staying where she wants to be. We are square, more than square, I would say. I'll tell you what, my ship sustained terrible damage, and I'm going to have to explain that somehow. So I believe what happened was the bison, that massive hunk of junk over there that just landed on board that planet, we found it, we engaged in terrible battle with it, it was destroyed and burnt up, getting sucked into the gravity of this planet, and that is the last I know about it. That sounds sounds about right to me. Sounds pretty good. We will remember this, Outlaws, by the way. You've made a friend today. I hope you know that. Well, we will remember that. Oh, and by the way, my name is Captain Whalen. Oh, uh, Malcolm Llewellyn. It's nice to meet you. It is nice to meet you. You are a great captain, if I do say so myself. And you are as well. If you ever are in need of assistance from uh, 
somebody give me a shout. I probably can't show up with this, but unofficially, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we can help. I understand. Um, and the line cuts off. So, so real quick, I just want to make sure we managed to get out of this on friendly terms with both the Guild of Commerce and the United Colonies. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's, I didn't think that was possible. I thought we were going to have to destroy relations with one or the other. Yeah, so the game has mechanics written in it for heat, which I'm going to kind of change because I also want there to be like positive standing. Because um, currently, like the outlaws are not on good standing with anybody. Um, this would have added substantially to both your like positive <laughs> relation with the Guild of Commerce and with the United Colonies, yeah. I'm sure we're hated even more by the Guild of Chaos, though. Agents of Chaos? <laughs> well, they don't have, like, an official... Anyways, they're not, like... They're a, just enemies with everybody. <laughs> they're they're well, just think, kind of space bad. Well, I mean, I thought the thing with them is, like, they'll start to notice us more. Like, for this battle, they're like, oh, we don't care about you. But the more stuff we... Like, the more times we piss them off, they're like, kill that ship. <laughs> that one right there. Blow it up. Oh, I see. Well, I mean, the thing that we did not do in this mission was uh, stop the leader of that interstellar council vessel, the corrupted leader. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, there is still one more thing to resolve. Yeah, and that I think I know what that might be. What do we tell Marvin? What do you guys tell Marvin? There's something else you guys need to resolve, too, which is, uh, yeah, you don't have life support for much longer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I mean, do we roll to fix that? Uh, You don't need to roll to fix that just yet. Marvin right now is the thing that needs to be, decisions have to be made. Or, I mean, not. You could pull the full ghost. (laughs) Uh, Are we in front of Marvin or are we, like, planning? No, he's on the planet, right? He's on the planet. So here's here's what I suggest. I suggest we just skedaddle out of here back to base, leave a message for Marvin saying, like, letting him know what's happened. We don't mention Vi at all. So that way he doesn't have to think of her as dead and she doesn't have to hide from him. I mean, couldn't we just say she has like radiation sickness and is contaminated and can't be let out of the med bay? If he asks. Yeah, we could, we could say something like that, but I, I I don't want, I don't want him to ask. I don't want him to have to see her because if he sees her, then that deception won't last very long. Uh, I'll say this full ghost, total option. Totally fine. If you, if, if you want to just, like, leave, there's no reason why you have to go down and talk to Marvin. And when I say that, what I mean is there's not, like, there's not going to be, like, a mechanical benefit to that. This is kind of, like, narratively, if you want it to be, like, Marvin looks up in the sky and sees his mother's ship fly off and thinks, like, well, you know, she came and bailed me out. And now the job's done. Yeah, I think I think I want to leave a message buoy behind for him, just letting him know the deal with the with the guild so he knows that they're off the hook now. And stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, so I think we we just play it really vague on we don't like put anything in her words. We don't say like, oh, she says this, but she can't come to the phone right now. Like none of that. It's just like yeah, business like outlaws professional business sort of thing. Yeah, no, that works. Yeah, and it's not an interactive thing. It's like a message I leave behind that way he can't even respond to it. We email him. <laughs> yep, basically. So everybody, I know it is very unfortunate that we that uh, Vika got slugged, but let's look at the bright side of this. 
I get to break out my PowerPoint presentation on reacclimating it to the team. Uh. And you just see me turn on a PowerPoint. It says, so you've been slugged. <laughs> Is this, I, I can't remember like our, our, our history, like, have we been slugged before? Like, this isn't a new experience for us, right? It's just the first time it's happened since we've been playing. Personal decision on this? your part. Okay. Except for Jyla. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've already established that Jyla has killed herself a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first time it's happened for Vi because uh, I established this is like her first crew. Oh, yeah. In the Outlaws. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we did like like redo our memories before this mission. So, like, really, I think where it starts is. I just won't remember from like us getting called in to be like, "Hey, your son's calling." Yeah, no, I think you would remember everything up until we left the base. So you would remember Marvin's in trouble. We need to go help him. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I like that. that. Oh, yeah, that's like, right. and you would know. You would remember why he was in trouble. Like you'd remember him saying that stuff with Guild of Commerce. Like you would know all that stuff. Okay. But then from the moment we left the base, that's when it goes blank. That makes sense. Yep. <laughs> I feel like. Jyla has to hate that PowerPoint presentation because she's been giving it like a thousand times. Yes. Yeah, but she doesn't yeah, remember she's it like, though. Uh... No, she does because she backs up her memory. Like the "so you've been slugged" is right after you come back, so it's like backed up immediately. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay, I gotcha. It's not for us. It's for, like I'm getting it ready for Vika. Also, I don't think Sully's ever been slugged. But I think like being the doctor on like the planet for so long, he's like knows what it's like and all the symptoms and stuff. So it's like not really a concern for him. So you guys, um, like, this is sort of narrative. The game ends on three different little, like, vignettes. The first one is you see Marvin on the planet. He's setting up a giant, like, big tower thing that has, like, swirling mechanisms that are pumping out gas and atmosphere onto the planet that's allowing it to be terraformed. You see him holding his wife, and you see um, Lyra's daughter running around and jumping and playing on a new planet that's being made you will see on board the guild of commerce vessel uh the moment before they're about to jump to light speed you see the uh captain whalen as an afterthought turn the ship broadside and fire every gun he has into the disabled chaos vessel before jumping to light speed good and the last thing we see before we end is uh the three of you in the cargo bay with a hastily made casket with everything else removed from the loading dock. And kind of our last image is all of you leaving the cargo bay and then opening the door as everything, which in this case is just Vi, are sucked out into space. hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. All music from the show is from danosongs.com. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our podcasts at the Wandering Gamer Network's website, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. Outlaw.